Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas and this week we are finally wrapping up our examination into stimulant use for cognitive performance. Now before I get into that, if you can, please leave me a rating and review. It lets me know what you're thinking and I really do love all of the feedback, both positive and negative, that you guys send in. Okay, It also helps me create stuff that you know you guys are curious about. <laughs> uh, this topic is one that I was getting a lot of questions about, and so I thought it was important to do a long series on it. If you can, also please do subscribe. It really does help me out a whole lot, and it also lets you be the first to know when I have more stuff coming on out. Now with that out of the way, let's let's recap what we've talked about so far and have some final thoughts on this topic. So in week one, we talked about stimulant use in business and sport in college campuses, pretty much everywhere. We talked about cocaine, we talked about amphetamines, we talked about Adderall, and Adderall was the one that I was getting questions about, and so I wanted to do a little bit more of an in-depth look at that compound in particular. Now, Adderall is an amazing drug in clinical populations. Okay, it has been used quite successfully to help those individuals with ADHD as well as narcolepsy. It does that by increasing the action of a couple neurotransmitters in the brain. And in a brain with ADHD and narcolepsy, those very same neurotransmitters are either not functioning well or are in a deficient state. And Adderall works by correcting that deficiency. And it's as simple as that. Okay, And it works. Now, other people observed this pronounced improvement in these people who were taking Adderall for their ADHD. And that led all sorts of people to be like, hey, well, they got a great improvement. Maybe if I take it, I will get a great improvement as well. And so it, it just kind of spread like wildfire, right? You see so many people are taking this medication. Now, the problem is that we have so little data in healthy young individuals taking this medication who do not have ADHD or narcolepsy, okay? We have very little data in that, and that's what I wanted to clear up because if you're listening to this, you know, most likely you fall into that bucket and you're curious, hey, does Adderall use take my brain from 100 to 110%? Is this the limitless drug? And so I wanted to highlight a couple of those studies. The first study that I reviewed showed that there is a clear pronounced effect on mood. And there is no surprise to this because your body is giving you this visceral, you know, feeling and sensation that, hey, my heart rate is elevated, my blood pressure is elevated, my mood is elevated, I feel great, okay? And so it's no surprise because when people tend to feel great, they tend to assume that everything is going well as well. And that's not always the case though. I personally, I don't care about your feelings. I mean, I do care about your feelings, but I don't really care about your feelings for the purpose of this because we're here to talk about cognitive enhancement. And I love to say, you know, if you're not measuring, you're guessing. And I care 
do these compounds actually enhance mental performance. And when you measure it, you see that in healthy young individuals, it is not doing, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. The only times it's really helping is when the person is extremely fatigued or sleep deprived. And this is consistent with the use case for Adderall and other stimulants. A lot of times this has been used in the military to help soldiers stay awake and stay combat ready. Okay, they're on night watch, something like that. It will help restore performance in these people who are not functioning at their peak already. Okay, but when I say that, I mean that literally. I chose my words carefully. It has helped restoring lost performance. Okay, and it is not complete. So you might be sitting at 60% capacity because of you know your lack of sleep, your fatigue, whatever it is. And then the Adderall is going to restore some of that performance. So it's going to take you from that 60 to maybe 80, maybe 90%. Okay, It's not going to be a complete restoration. Uh, it, all it's going to do is just try to make up for some lost performance. And so what that means is that you know far more bang for your for your buck more you know better for your wallet better for your health and better for mental health even to just sleep more okay <laughs> you're probably i mean you could be maybe you are military and you're listening to this but the situations where you're going to be under extended low sleep should not be happening okay i know a lot of people you know think it's it's cool, uh, you know. Hey, I only got four hours of sleep last night, but I'm I'm grinding through it. I have my coffee and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, no, that's not cool. That's just hurting your brain. That's hurting your health, and you are not succeeding. It's not helping you. I know there's a lot of time demands. I know being a knowledge worker is tough, but sleep really is king. All right, it is amazing. If you want to see great improvements. First, you got to check these basics. First, you need to make sure that you are sleeping enough. So good sleep hygiene and naps are amazing. Okay, they are, you know, why spend all this money on drugs that are going to hurt you when you can just sleep a little bit more? Okay, just sleep. <laughs> so what I did, though, is I wanted to review what about Adderall use in healthy young individuals who are well rested and their cognitive performance is as it should be okay it is not being impaired by any reason and those were two studies that i wanted to highlight which are very recent because this is a very new phenomenon okay so researchers have been forced to start examining this because people are trying to take this compound off label and trying to use it illicitly so in our first study we saw that hey Actually, Adderall did improve attention. And by itself, you know, some people might be like, oh, see, Adderall is the move. It is amazing. It improves attention. But it came with a bunch of other mental drawbacks that you're kind of omitting there if all you say is it helps improve attention. All right. We saw that the people, the participants, lost the ability to use that information that they were attending to. All right. And anecdotally, I don't know if you're as looped into this as I am. But anecdotally, I hear stories about people who I, I know, I used to know a lot of people in college who were using Adderall. And you would hear stories about people who 
would attend to the wrong thing, okay? So instead of cramming all night for their big exam the next day, they might start obsessively cleaning, you know, their dorm room. You'd walk in and you'd see them like vacuuming the curtains and things. And it's just like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, that that's kind of consistent with these observations that some people have is just, yes, you're attending, but is it actually helping you do the right things? Okay, it's, it's not. <laughs> Now, in the second study, what we saw was that, hey, we know stimulant medications will help us stay awake. So if they're administered at night, yes, they can help you stay awake through the night. But if you stay awake all night, then you're going to run into the problems of I didn't get enough sleep. And we all know how bad people do when they have a poor night's sleep. All right. So it doesn't matter if you stayed up all night because the next day your performance is trash. You would be shocked, truly shocked if you measure your performance before and after a bad night's sleep. And so some people might know, know that. They might know that Adderall interferes with sleep. And so they might say, hey, well, I'm going to be smart about it. I'm not going to take it right before I go to bed. I'm going to take it in the morning. That way it's out of my system before sleep occurs. Our second study that we talked about showed even if you take it in the morning at a regular dose, you know, you're not even trying to abuse it. You're taking Adderall at a clinical dose, we still saw sleep imp impairments, okay? Still, that kind of sucks. And that's, you know, unfortunate for these people who, who thought that they could use Adderall this way. What's even worse is not only did it impair your sleep, but we're talking about performance here. The next day, placebo did so much better and the Adderall group did so much worse. So it did nothing for performance on the day of administration. They still felt great, okay? They got the mood benefits. They still felt great, but their performance was identical day of, okay? No better than placebo. But second day, placebo did significantly better, all right? So Adderall is having an impairment on these cognitive processes and these sleep processes. And there's one other study that, you know, I want to talk about, which... I didn't do a deep dive into, but I'll give you the cliff notes. It's simply that we have data showing stimulant use can help you store memories. That sounds great, right? Oh, I can store memories better. But this study that came out in 2014 showed that amphetamine use impairs your ability to retrieve those memories. Okay, so cool. I stored them, but I want to use that information later, right? Like I studied yesterday, I have a test today. Well, Adderall use impairs your ability to retrieve those very same memories. So that's also another ding on the Adderall. So, you know, the question then becomes, I am someone or I know someone who is on Adderall and shouldn't be. I may know someone or I may be this person who is abusing it. And before I go into this next little rant, I am not a doctor, okay? I am not a doctor. Please go consult your physician, your psychiatrist, whoever, to speak with them if you are looking to get off Adderall after having heard all this stuff that I, I talked about. You should look to get off of it, okay? It is not something to be abused and not something to be taken lightly. But please do not go cold turkey, okay? You will hate yourself. Everybody coming off Adderall abuse gets 
really bad side effects, especially in the first week, and it lasts as long as up to a month, okay? But once you get off of it, trust me, it's worth it. You will be in a far better spot health-wise and performance-wise. And again, I am not a doctor, and please consult these people, but a question I usually get asked is, well, how do I start tapering off my Adderall? If you're telling me not to go cold turkey, you're obviously telling me to taper, then what does that look like? What you would normally do, and I've seen that this works out for a lot of people, is do something like a 10% decrease per week, okay? So someone who's abusing it might be taking a higher dose than is clinically indicated, so they might be doing something like 50 milligrams per day. If you're looking to do a 10% decrease per week, that'd be like five migs off of the dose every single week. And you can see that this is going to take weeks to months to fully taper you off, but this is going to help you actually get off of it because, like I said, cold turkey usually leads to a bad time. Now, again, please go talk to your doctor about that. So some, some highlights for Adderall, you know, maybe some potential use cases is that, yes, it can help restore lost function in these fatigue, stressed, sleep-deprived individuals. Um, it also seems to be great at masking pain, and this is where, you know, some of the data showing it has promising uh, use cases for enhancing physical performance comes from is because it helps mask pain. So, you know, you can push yourself a little bit harder when you're training or when you're trying to be physical. Now, guess what other supplement does both of these things, though? All right. Has a shorter half-life as well, so it doesn't mess with your sleep if you're smart about it. Talking about caffeine. <laughs> so caffeine helps restore lost function in sleep-deprived and fatigued individuals. And we've talked about this in the past, right? I have a whole podcast episode on this. But I, I really want to highlight it here because it is also a stimulant compound. It also restores lost function, and it doesn't mess with your sleep, okay? So that's all winners there, right? It also doesn't come with all of the negative abuse cases or health risks that come along with other stimulant use or other Adderall use. So a quick recap on what caffeine does for you, though. It can improve your reaction time. It can reduce fatigue. It can improve spatial memory. And it can improve perceptual memory. So it can improve a lot of variables, which is really cool, if you ask me. And what's more is that's only talking about isolated caffeine. If you are taking caffeine as part of, you know, like a coffee or a tea, then you get some other added health benefits, all right? Black coffee and unsweetened tea drinks are high in nutrients, all right? And they have been shown to help people live longer lives, be healthier, and be happier. And that's a pretty good deal if you ask me. So, you know, to recap everything in this series, I honestly don't think there's ever really a spot for heart stimulants like Adderall to be used unless clinically advised. All right, that's really the only use case for it. I wish that there was a limitless drug. I do. I really do. Whoever creates it is going to be an instant like trillionaire. All right, and we would know about it if it existed. Trust me. All right, there is major money in this in this market. And if you do need help with staying awake or um, improving your performance or any of these things, 
you got to look to some basics first, right? Get good sleep hygiene, start taking some naps, and if you need to, reach for some black coffee or unsweetened tea, all right? Reach for your caffeine rather than these hard stimulants. Okay, I think we did it. I think we covered it all. I think we covered it all. <laughs> it's been a long four weeks talking about stimulants. I hope you enjoyed this series. And if you want me to do a similar series on another topic, just let me know. Please, if you can, leave me a rating and review. Let me know what you're thinking. Shoot me an email, caseythomasrd at gmail.com. Let me know what you thought. Let me know what you want to hear next. I want to say thank you for listening. I know you have other stuff going on, and I really, truly, truly appreciate that you are spending time here. If you can, please maybe share this podcast with a friend if you found any value in it. I am trying to grow it and you know get more quality information out to people, so I would really appreciate that. But enough me on, on a soapbox. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back next week talking about some more nutrition for brain performance stuff. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.